Hello and welcome to All Round Mine with Primark. This is a podcast where celebrity guests actually let us into their homes and have a snoop around. I'm Arielle Free. And I'm George Lawton and you're joining us from our lovely studio home and you can come and take a look with us, so come on in. How's your week been, George? How's your weekend? It's been great. Highlight of which was pruning my houseplant. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I gave it, a, gave it a quick prune. There's one that resides on my mantelpiece. Okay. Do you want to share what kind of plant this uh, is? No, I don't, purely because I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> is it high maintenance? Well, I can, I can describe it to you. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, I want to say a conical shape, but I don't think that's the best way to describe it. It's kind of like spaceship. Okay. It's like the leaves start right at the bottom, go all the way up to the top. They've got sort of white bits in the middle of the leaves and everything. I mean, you are no Alan Titchmarsh, are you? I'm no Alan Titchmarsh. Do you have any other plants that I should know about? Got one of them. Got an aloe vera plant. Oh, love a bit of aloe vera. Yeah, it's quite the opposite. Can you actually get aloe vera out of an aloe vera plant? Or is there like a weird. Snap it in two and rub it on your skin. No. Yeah. Have you not got one? No, I'm not very good with house plants. Well, I'll give you one of my aloe veras because one of the things about them is is they produce little pups, little baby aloe veras. What do you mean? (laughs) I feel like you're having me on. (laughs) They do. There's tiny little aloe veras that come off the aloe vera plant and you can then replant them and more aloe vera. It's like an infinite loop of aloe vera. So does it just get everywhere? Yeah, too many. <laughs> uh, well, quite fittingly, like me, our next guest isn't Green Finger. I think I he's going to surprise us. No, I know it for a fact. It's Mr. Ken Saturday. It's Kem here, and I'm about to give you a tour of my house. I'm currently standing in the passage of the house, pretending that I'm just about to walk in, but I'm in my slippers because I just want to give it that kind of house tour feel. So I'm about to open the door. Here we go. I still do live at home with the family, so uh, we may see them along the way. So I'll do a left firstly into the first living room. This is where we watch TV and stuff. We have Rocky's bed here, which is actually bespoke made for the big man so he can look out of the kind of windows and just observe the neighbours and stuff because he's like a local legend in the area. So this is where he sits, the big man. How are you, man? Yeah, you're right. Love you lots. Love you always. Yeah, he's just the main man. So, yeah, this is just like where we chill, watch TV as a family. This is where I watch the football now on a weekend. And, yeah, it's just our little chill zone. Um, I'm going into the second living room, uh, which has like, recently been converted into two things. This is where my dad does his, his office work. So he sits here, he's got all his paperwork here. He does all his Zoom calls and everything. And then the other half of it is like a big TV where I sit here and just play PlayStation all day. I'm not going to lie to you, that's all I've been doing recently. So yeah, this is where I play FIFA and Warzone and Call of Duty and stuff because I've just turned into a massive gamer. Going into the kitchen... Mum is currently actually whipping up some Turkish food. She's doing some phyllo pastries uh, and making some kuf there. Mum, how are you? Good, thank you. Very well, good to hear, good to hear. Uh, keep being you, keep doing you, love you lots. Gonna now make our way up the stairs. Um, I actually can't really be that loud because my brother's also on a Zoom call. He's on a Zoom call here, let's see what he's doing. Yeah, better be quiet, he's on a Zoom call. So yeah, we'll leave him there. Um, to the left, we've got a mum and dad's bedroom. Pretty basic bedroom, really. Like, just for standard old people, in it? Just like bed and that. That's about it, really. Then we have, the obviously, the master bedroom for Mr Chet and I, which is me. We have a lovely bed with a photo of a sausage dog behind it. Not sure why, mum got it. Also have a cactus 
next to the windows, also not sure why mum got it, said it's good luck. And then we just have like a TV off the wall, nice bit of wallpaper, a couple of photos of me and Rocky on the walls. And that's about it really, nice big mirror to do my hair with a Dyson hairdryer connected to it. And yeah, I just like to keep it simple. I don't know why I'm so out of breath. God. Then we have um, like a spare room, which is like when guests stay round, but we've also turned it into like a bit of a walk-in wardrobe for me because I've got loads of clothes. So it's a bit of a mess at the moment. And then I'll keep going. Here is my bathroom, which I share with my mum. We have our own little bathroom. Um, in this bathroom, we have an actual bath, which I've probably never used in my life because I hate baths. We have like some hand soap and that, which is gin and tonic flavoured. So that's quite interesting. And um, yeah, apart from that, there's a couple more bathrooms. My brother's bedroom. And that's about it. I think I went through the main important stuff. Hope you like the house tour. And uh, love you guys lots. Love it. What a tour. Cam, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I hope you liked the house tour. I didn't really know what to say. Well, there's a couple of questions, isn't there? <laughs> I've never heard of a cactus being called good luck, so I'm going to come to that soon because I didn't know that was a thing. I want to start at the beginning, though. First of all, you mentioned that you were wearing slippers. That's the main headline to take away from that room tour, to be honest. Yeah, always. Recent convert, or has that always been the case? It's just always been what I wear. Like As soon as I walk through the house, I just put them on. And I'm a very chilled-out guy. I'll be honest with you, George. That's just the way I am. <laughs> with or without your trainer socks? Oh, no. I used, to, I used to wear the ballerina socks. Ariel knows that that was my thing. <laughs> I wouldn't go out of the house without them. But obviously... Obviously, since everything's happened and we're stuck at home, I've kind of converted to more like woolly, fluffy socks for more comfort. But, oh, you've grown yeah. up, Kim. I'm a man who just moves with the times. <laughs> Versatile. He used to wear like ballerina socks, but with sliders. No. And I just couldn't get on board with it. Kem, look, I know that you're a man of high fashion, but that doesn't sound like a vibe. <laughs> no, I'll be honest, I've lost all vibe in the last year being stuck at home. Sometimes I, if like ever I'm leaving the house, I don't know what to put with what. I'm putting like red with green. Like I've, I've lost the plot completely. You, well, used to be well into your fitness. Are you still keeping that up in lockdown? No, I am. Are I am. you? That's the only thing that's really kept me going is the fitness. Like running, a bit of boxing training. Ooh. I just try and do anything because if I don't, firstly, I eat a lot. As <laughs> you, you know, Ariel, I eat a lot. So if I don't, I'm going to just lose control so do you know what it's good for me to get up in the morning I'm so used to being busy being stuck at home it's either sit on the playstation all day or keep a bit mm. active because I don't know what else to do do you go running with Rocky no not really he's not very disciplined so he either runs <laughs> off or just doesn't run so you can't really keep a steady tempo it's either his way or like no way he might not be agile but I mean he's not, he's not <laughs> agile he is exceptionally cute we've got a photo of Rocky in front of us can you describe him what's his temperament like I would like to say he's like a dog version of me. He's like stubborn, but cute. Uh, like he doesn't like it when he doesn't get his own way, but also very affectionate and people naturally have a soft spot for him. He's just a bit of a cuddly bear. That's how I would describe him. And I've always kind of taken the attitude when training him to not really train him because I like the fact that he's naughty. I don't want him to feel like there's any rules. I just want him to express himself. What breed is he? He's a staff. He's a staff. But I don't think he is because he's quite tall. Is he lean? Is he a bit chubby? He's got a bit of a belly on him, but I love it. <laughs> Do you ever let him sleep in the bed? No, no, no. He's, he only comes upstairs when he's angry. Ooh. So like, he would never come upstairs unless he's upset about something. Oh. So when he comes up, you know that someone's done something wrong to him or someone's wound him up a little bit. <laughs> 
Does he keep you company when you're on the PlayStation? Yeah, he does. Only thing is, he's got a little bit spoiled mm. since like lockdown because he never used to bark. And now he's just found his bark and he's nine years old. For some reason, <laughs> he's found it at nine. And he just barks at any situation. Like if you walk off, he just starts barking. Like he just doesn't know when to bark. I, I mean, the fact that you said that Rocky is spoiled, that really does come as a surprise from someone that says that he's got a bespoke made bed. No, yeah. Well... Yeah, it's true. He's no, he's very spoiled, but he kind of needs it to be bespoke so he can look out the window without <laughs> kind of stretching too hard. When you say bespoke, what was measurements taken? Yeah, well, basically we had to buy a bed and then break it apart and get more wood to make it the right height. So when he sits on it, his head just kind of hovers above the window because <laughs> before it was too low and the bigger version was too big. So, and then we obviously built like a step as well so he wouldn't have to jump on it. It's, it's very, there's a lot of detail that's gone into it, I'll be honest. Is it safe to say that you were the one that was doing the DIY? No. <laughs> it was my vision. Did you get a man in? No, my dad done it. You're, you're the architect, yeah? I was the, I was the interior designer. <laughs> And he's got a bit of a local legend status then. Does everyone that goes past the house just sort of see Rocky in the window and give him a bit of a salute? Yeah, he is a bit of a ledge. Like, everyone knows him around the area. I heard someone else called their dog Rocky down the road and I wasn't happy, I'll oh, be honest. Wow. But he's a pug, so I let him get away with it. Um, <laughs> but no, he's, everyone knows him. He's been in nine years. He's a local legend. Takes after his old man, do you know what I mean? <laughs> is there a leaderboard with a local dog setting and he's in the top spot? Yeah, well, there's one dog that I don't like because <laughs> he gives it a lot every day. He starts barking at him. I get a bit angry. Um, there's a couple I like. There's like a little chihuahua that I think is quite cute. But obviously, Rocky's like top tier. Top tier. Mm. No, yeah. no, no, he's tired. Do you know what I mean? He's just enjoying his life now at home. <laughs> well, we heard your mum kicking. Do you ever partake in the kicking? Do you know what I do? I quite like yeah. cooking. Mm. I do. I do like cooking. Yeah, especially in lockdown. I've enjoyed it more. Like I get involved with it and I just don't like all the extra stuff that comes with it, like the washing <laughs> up. And, do you know, like all of that, it just it prolongs the time more. I'm with you And on I that. find when I cook, I'm not hungry by the time I make it. I'm the same with that. Mm. Does anyone I, else But that's that? because, do you snack though whilst you're, because like if I'm chopping up vegetables, I'll eat the vegetables whilst I'm yeah. like chopping it up. I'm okay. like, oh, I'll just have a wee bit of that carrot and whatnot. <laughs> Some crudite. It's yeah. very therapeutic though, what, cooking. Chop, kick it. <laughs> Yeah, I even bought a new knife. Oh. Well, so I was just about to ask you, like, do you take it seriously? Because some people have proper like knife selections and then like the whole kind of pot collection is like proper non-stick kind of visor. Like, is it all sorts? Well, no, nah, to be fair, I've just bought one knife <laughs> and I bought one of them things. What's them things called that it's like a marble bowl and you, you, you pull a masu, you're saying? Oh, a pestle and mortar. <laughs> yeah, I bought one of them. <laughs> so how I preferred your version to be they're, honest. They're sick though. <laughs> what have you managed to grind in that then? I made lamb chops the other day and I wanted to do like a honey sauce on it. I see it online and I had to like blend it in that. Blend honey? No, because with the honey, there was like crushed garlic, like loads of different stuff that was like needed to be like made into a bit of a puree. So it could sound like you know what you're talking about. Trust me. Do you have a go-to dish? Well, before this, I used to put sweet corn with everything because I love sweet corn. So I was just like, I used to just put like chicken nuggets, sweet corn and like Uncle Ben's rice. That was me before. Now I'm a bit more versatile. I made phyllo pastry the other day with my mum. I made uh, the chops. Obviously, I made like stuffed chicken. I like to get involved now. Yeah, you know what? I feel like lockdown's been good for you. It has. I think I found myself, Ariel. Because you were like cereal... Delivery, takeaway, delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. You know, people go like Thailand and that 
for like four <laughs> weeks and they say they found themselves. <laughs> I feel like I found myself in lockdown <laughs> and I found what's good for me. I mean, I do have to ask because you have a house that you could live in on your own, but you've chosen to stay with your family, haven't you? Mum, what are you doing? <laughs> Mum, you can't, well, you've got to open the oven. This is oh, amazing. Sorry. What's she making? What's she making? I don't know. I told her no one coming to the kitchen. I'm sitting of the army. Nearly Ask her what's for tea. Mum, what's for dinner? Um, stir fry, chicken stir fry with um, spe- special fried rice. Jeez. Oh, can we come round? What was that? Special fried rice? And rice stir pudding, fry. Turkish rice pudding oh, for dinner. Oh, yummy. Yeah, so I bought a house a couple of years ago done it up really nice well I got a little hot tub in there banging and I just decided that I just didn't like living <laughs> like I just like living at home yeah. I can't help it so do you, still own, do you still own the house yeah yeah one of my best friends lives there on his own I'm loving it he lives there he keeps it occupied God knows uses, what he gets up to there and I was going to say he uses it. that hot tub on the regular I've took the water out of the hot tub I'll be honest it was so <laughs> evil you know, looking at a hot tub you think oh my god um, do you know how high maintenance hot tubs are they're really weighty mm. I had a friend who their neighbour she lived in a block of flats and their neighbour put one on their balcony and then like it became a proper big issue because it's too heavy for a balcony yeah. with all the water not in only it. is it heavy but it's like having a kid <laughs> yeah. like every day you've got to check the levels every what? day you've got to add stuff to it like if you don't add stuff to it like, I got in there one day and didn't check it and got like a massive rash oh no like it's just exhausting and how often do you use it aren't they really noisy as well like loads of neighbours like complaining with people hot tubs don't they yeah my neighbours complain everything <laughs> <laughs> that's another reason what would you say it is about living at home that, that means the most to you do you know what? I think I'm so close with my family. I am a bit of a mummy's boy. So for me, it was obviously a good time to move out. But at the same time, I think it was a bit rushed. And I just thought, I love being at home. We don't clash. We're all like friends. We've got such a good dynamic. So I was like, I'm just going to stay. And you know what? Like, you, you can only live with your parents till a certain age. And then you eventually move out. So while I'm enjoying it, I might as well stay. Yeah, yeah that's true. Why not? And I think that the one thing people say, once you move out, it's hard to go back. Yeah. Because you get used to living on your own. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm not like itching to go out, then I might as well keep enjoying it. And it's weird <laughs> when they move into your place as well. Yeah. <laughs> I had my mum move into my place for a bit and I like, yeah. I just had to behave so much more and it was really annoying. <laughs> but when your mum is cooking exceptional Turkish food every night. Well, that's where, yeah, I didn't have that luxury because my mum's mm. a terrible cook. Oh, don't know where I got my skills from. Or Amazing. <laughs> now, Kem, you're of course about to open your new restaurant fairly soon. How's that all going? Yeah, good, thank you. Like, obviously, it's probably not the right time to try and build a restaurant. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that a year ago when I bought it. But um, no, I'm excited. It's been a mad journey. Like, a part of me is happy that I've been in this situation to soak it all in. Because normally I would have been so busy, I wouldn't have been able to be there as much. But at the same time, it's been really scary because put so much time and effort and money into something and not knowing when it's going to open is really daunting. But I do like your priorities, though. I know that you've already got your DJ sorted, haven't you? Yeah, well, (laughs) if she doesn't charge me too much. (laughs) (laughs) But I've been keeping track of the progress on Instagram over the last year. It looks unreal. Like, it looks like an amazing, like the interior and everything. Yes, honestly, I never thought I would do something of this size. The pub was like such a famous pub in Essex. And I just thought when I see it come up for sale, I just thought it was a no-brainer. And we just kind of spent a whole year knocking it down completely and building something. And like seeing what it is now from what it was 
like 14 months ago is mad. So I am proud, but at the same time, I'm just a little bit scared because just like everyone, you just don't know what's what's happening really. But eventually when it opens... Do you think that process though, because obviously you've done your fashion range with Primark and a few of them now, haven't you? are on your third one and then you've yeah. had, like the taken on this project where you've had to like design from scratch a restaurant. Do you, would you say now that you've got a lot more interest in that kind of like design aspects of things and how things go together and how they look and whatnot? Yeah, I do. To be fair, like obviously when I do these projects, I never... I never take credit for it all because there's always got an amazing team. Like when I do the Primark project, there's so many people involved. Same with the restaurant. I've got such a good team. But I love the fact of building something from scratch. Yeah. I love that. I love of like feeling like it's my project and taking the pressure of it, but also like getting people to do certain jobs that they're good at and watching it come together. Just like when we do Primark, like we done the range the first year and we never knew how it was going to go. I was the first ever male ambassador. I was so nervous and seeing it, like get better every year and seeing the team like take bigger risks, take bigger risks with what we put in it, stuff that Primark would never normally sell, we put in in it. So like, obviously I love, I love that whole thing. And I kind of take that into the restaurant as well. We'll see. Um, Your dad's got an office and is that in the kind of like dining room area? Did you see? I'm kind of in it now. You're in it now, right. (laughs) Okay, now I can see it. it. I remember from summer last year seeing lots of videos of your dad kicking in the garden. Doesn't he have like a kind of charcoal grill set up or something? Is that still there? Just to my right outside. He actually just told me earlier, he was like, I've got some fresh meat. I might do it this weekend. I was like, Dad, you know, it's like minus 40. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll eat inside. I was like, no, I'm worried about you. Like, like will you make it inside? <laughs> and speak to me about this lucky cactus that your mum's got. Why is it lucky? I don't know. Did you just make that up? Well, I haven't made it up, but at the same time, I don't think she knows why she's got it. I don't know why she's got it. So we've kind of just called it lucky. But every time I touch it, I'm bleeding. So for me, it's it's just pointless. Yeah, it's spiky. Funny enough, cacti are spiky. Yes, I feel like sometimes my mum gets bored and just buys random things. Like like I said, I've got a sausage dog behind my bed. Yeah. It's just really random. It's like just, if you get see something that you like that you don't think goes anywhere else in the house, just put it in Kem's room. We need to talk about the interior design of your bedroom because it, it doesn't feel like you've followed all of the things that you've learned throughout the creation of your, uh, your new restaurant. You've got the sausage dog painting, a cactus, a mirror. No, the sausage dog is actually an ornament. Oh. oh even better. <laughs> So well, like it's an ornament. A sort of porcelain the shop. is like next to the window. And there used to be, Ariel's in, like there used to actually be big light up like Diamante letters that said Kem, but I had to get rid of them. No. Because it was a little bit crazy. How to be old were you when you got then? <laughs> got it last year. <laughs> <laughs> and they light up as well, flash and say where, Kev. So I was like, where you, are they now? Where mm, did you dispose of them? He says he's got rid of them. But can the, you see me right now? Because if I show you something, you're going to die. What? Can you yeah. see? Yeah, I can see, see yeah. So this, I'm trying to find a spot for this somewhere in the house, but it just feels like there's nowhere that... What are you going to show us? I'm quite scared. I'm so scared. Oh, I like those drapes. It's got a nice like white kind of mm. draped curtains or like chiffony curtains. It's like, a lovely kitchen, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Really oh, mum's back mom's in. Mum's looking at the oven. <laughs> Checking in on the stir fry. Oh, oh my god! No. Is okay. So Kem is currently holding up a wrapped. What can only be described as a kind of like human-sized painting. <laughs> yeah, it's a portrait of Kem in a kind of oil painting. Yeah, in a roll net. It's something that wouldn't look out of place in the crown, really. Who, um, who did that? <laughs> so basically, I got given it to me as a present on a show 
And I was like, obviously I'm not gonna leave this on the show. This is too good to leave at home at the show. So I brought it home. And now I've just been like debating where it goes. Like a part of me thought, should I put it as you enter the house? So you see your face straight yeah, away. Yeah, or should, I was like, should I put it in my room? So it's like, I wake up, I see it. Or then I was like, wow, should I bring it to the restaurant? Oh my God, what I'd have is in the restaurant entrance as people walk through the door, <laughs> just in case they don't know who the owner is. No, to be fair, my dad actually said, because I built my dad an office at the restaurant because he helps me out a lot. He said he's going to put it in his office. <laughs> my mum said it was cringe to put it in my own office. That yeah. was originally the plan. <laughs> Where does one hang a picture of oneself? That is a question. This is the thing. Everyone thinks it's nice, but where do you put it? <laughs> Hear me out. I think you need to put it in the house that you bought that your friend's currently living in just to remind him yeah, who the landlord is, you know, who pays the bills, that sort of thing. <laughs> Hang it above, the hot, tub. Like above the hot tub. Above the hot Nice, relaxed evening watching and you just see me <laughs> staring at you from whatever angle you look at. I mean, I think the word simplicity could probably be used to sum up your decor in your bedroom. Is there anything aside from the sausage dog cactus and mirror in there? Is that pretty much uh, our yeah, lot? Is, is that a couple photos of like me and Rocky in there Aww. I like things to just be like really simple I don't have like a messy room so would you say you're quite a minimalist person yeah in terms I'm of a min- actually quite artistic if you no you're not <laughs> like, I was going to say don't feed him stuff be like so would you call yourself and then he'll take it and be like like a Picasso and literally type of person, he'll be you know? like <laughs> Picasso Picasso <laughs> a known minimalist no way um, I know for a fact that you're a man who loves his skincare. Yeah. Now you touched in the bathroom. You said you don't like baths. I also hate baths. I'm with you on that. I just never use my bath. It just sits there and use. However, what's the toiletry situation? Because the only toiletries that you gave us, the toiletry, should I say, that you gave us was a gin and tonic flavoured hand wash, which screamed to me, have you tasted the hand wash? Or no, is that- do, you, do you know what it was? Like... <laughs> I went in there and I was trying to find interesting things to tell you guys and I just didn't know what you would want to hear because I just would never talk about what's in the bathroom. So I just saw this soap and it said gin and tonic flavour on it and I was thinking, obviously mum's got that because she loves a gin. <laughs> so then I just didn't really know what else. But skincare-wise, I do it in my room. Right. Mm. Do you have a storage place for them then if you don't like mess? Yeah, oh yeah, under the mirror. Under the mirror. They're all next to each other. I've got different ones. Obviously, I'm testing new ones at the moment while Ooh. I'm at home. So like... Sometimes if it's just like a light one, I've got like a mist. I've, sometimes I've got like a, an oil-based one, which is like I put in the evening to really rehydrate the skin. I've got like a daytime one. It. It, it all depends the occasion you, um, really, guys. still using the old fake tan? No, no, knocked it on the head. I've grown a beard as well, so oh. it's just not going to work. You know what I always say, because I'm like one of the palest people in the world, pale and interesting, babe. That's what you like. I don't think you're pale, though. That's because I'm always fake tanned. <laughs> maybe. And maybe yeah. because you're... Would you say you're strawberry blonde? No, I'm not... Stra- <laughs> <laughs> I've got a copper here, yes. Copper, sorry. What colour hair you got, George? Thing is, mine used to be properly ginger. It went then to auburn. I think it's pretty much brown now, to be I would honest. say, yeah. Well, it's got a tone of, like... But the curliness of it is just... Oh, this is great, man. Kem yeah. is well-skilled in the old hair cutting. Well-skilled. I need top tips, Kem. I need to uh, know how to control the frizz. Thing is, sometimes, mate, it's just in the hands. I can't even explain what I'm doing. It's just like an art. <laughs> no, do you know what your hair... I've actually just, on my laptop, zoomed in on your both of you, so now I can see you really clear, so I'm really enjoying it. But your hair is great, mate. you just got to embrace it. These are the times to go for new things. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you wearing a, a beanie hat every day. <laughs> I was going to say, what's your hair situation? Because I can't see because you've got a hat I on. I can't you. get a haircut, so I'm too embarrassed to oh. take it off. 
you're not up for cutting it yourself? No way. Really? Oh, no. Why is that? I literally, it, it makes me burn a bit inside as well because I just done my dad and my brother's hair today and they've both got fresh trims, like looking like they're ready to go out and I can't <laughs> even take a hat off. So it's frustrating, but what can you do? When you're the only barber, there's nothing you can do. Do you only do the men in the family? Does your mum not let you... Does she not no, let you know? No, mum doesn't. I've never really done it. Not going to try. Just no. too fussy. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm not doing a repeat of what I've done on Love Island, pretending like I can cut their hair when I can't, <laughs> and then them looking at it after going, why is it so uneven? <laughs> you used to do Kem's cuts, your series, and you had like some really good guests in it, but whose hair would you love to cut? Mm. There's, there's a, it's hard because it's like, whose hair would I want to cut and who would I want to interview while I'm doing Like For me, I really want to do Piers Morgan. Really? Ooh. Just because I like talking to him and I feel like having him in a barber chair talking would just be amazing. And I know I'd give him a great haircut. Like everyone I've cut has always been <laughs> happy. So it would be good to actually cut his hair and him like it. How do you rate um, Piers Morgan's hair as it is? We just got yeah, the standard haircut, isn't he? Like a dad haircut. <laughs> like he has though, isn't he? Like he's not going to say, oh, mate, my hair's banging. He's just got a standard haircut. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he agreed to do it. He'd make me sign a contract that I can only do what he wants. No, yeah. him. I don't think he'd let me go in free roam. I do think that would be a good way to interview Piers Morgan because mm. he's a bit vulnerable because you're the one yeah, with the scissors you, in like, your hand. That's what I mean. I'd like <laughs> to have him in a position where... I can just ask him questions and him like just be because anyone who's in a like a barber chair is always just really chilled, really comfortable. Like he's always kind of on the other end where he's just like coming at you. Where it'd be Even nice to get, have him in yeah. that position. And he actually, funny enough, about eight months ago, I texted him and said, "Do you want to do it?" And he was like, "Yeah, let me know a date." So that is something that I will follow up this year. Definitely. That's very exciting. That's very exciting. I do want to touch on your um, walking wardrobe because we've not spoken much about that. Mm. At the beginning of this podcast, I was joking to George that I've got a lot of insider knowledge on you, obviously, because we yeah. spend a lot of time together when we're doing podcasts. But do you want to uh, admit to the fact that it's probably not you that organises that walking wardrobe? <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush here. I don't organise any of it. Who dresses you? Well, the thing is, guys, my mum's a fashion designer, so she does help me a lot with my clothes. <laughs> a lot or all she the time? She also organises it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Every outfit is sorted yeah. by your mum, isn't it? She's great. No, she's amazing, though, to be fair. And she helps me out because I am known in the house to have the odd hissy fit when I kind of don't <laughs> pick the right outfit. Like, there's been occasions where we've had to go to like an event or something and the suit don't fit me. I'm like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> and I'm not shouting. I'm not going. I can't take it anymore. I've done that a lot of times. I'm not going to lie. Because I get a little bit nervous anyway. So if the outfit don't fit right, it's World War Three in the house. I'm just turning everything upside down. Do you know down. what though? There is nothing worse than having to pick something out and then trying a few things on and then realising it doesn't work and then reverting back to the first thing that you tried on. And I kind of think back sometimes to when my mum used to just choose my clothes for me. <laughs> and it was a simpler time. I'm jealous. I remember there was an event I was going to and I had to be ready by like say six. And I thought, I've got this suit, it's bang on. I'm going to put it on, I'm going to look sick, this and that. Put it on and it ripped right on my bum. And I was like, Mum, sure. No. I, was like, no, I can't fix it. She was like, You've got to wear one of your other suits. I was like, I can't wear the other suits. I can't wear the other, the other suits. <laughs> I can't. And I was just losing my head. Have you got one suit that's like for an special occasion? Since that occasion, I've made three, like made them from scratch because I said, I'm never ever going through that experience again. I had like, um, <laughs> like my manager ringing me, he was like, Your mum's called me, said, You're not going. I was like, I've had enough of all of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got fat. <laughs> What's the number one then for the special occasion? What's the number one suit? Uh, well, I've, I've got like just a plain black tux that I got made six months Lovely. ago, which is just like tailor made, fits me like a rug. Feel good, but Swips. fits you like a yeah, rug. Yeah, like, just fits me good. I don't do think that's I mean? the term, fits babe. Fits you, but a rug doesn't. Try, try oh, gloves. <laughs> I told you. Do you know what? I love it. it. I love it. Like we, curb, rug, I've just, glove. I've just actually whatever. got one made for the uh, opening of the restaurant. It's a mad colour, though. Do you know what colour it is? What colour is it? Khaki green. Bam. Oh, that, that sounds lovely. Oh, I love a bit of green. <laughs> How many suits have you got to the nearest, you no, know, no, 10? I've just started. Like, since that little moment I had, I threw all of them. And now I'm just building them really? up slowly, the ones that actually fit me. Because before I had so many and none of them I liked. So now I threw them all and I'm just getting different one made all the time. And the green one is for the opening. It'll feel like a special moment. So that will always be like an important suit. What are you going to pair it with? Are you going to do like a turtleneck? Or I'm going to wear like it with classic like, shirt? Uh, trainers and like a white t-shirt. I think. Yes, nice. I took inspiration from an Instagram Love page. That. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is with suits, guys. George, how tall are you? 5'11". See, you've got a bit of a result there. You've got the height on your side. When you're 5'7 and a half pushing 5'8", it's hard for a suit to fit you well. <laughs> Very hard, I tell you that. It's tough. Remember that time you said on national TV that you were definitely 5'11"? Sometimes you just have to say things, Ariel. I'll be honest with you. When I used to have Tinder, like five years ago, it was always 5'10". It never changed. <laughs> it was always 5'10". So I just tried to stick in with that until I got actually measured, then I couldn't run away from it anymore. No, do you know what? I respect it. I think if someone is going to quibble over a couple of inches, so I mean, five, then ten, they're not worth five, it. They're not the one No, I'm going to disagree. You disagree? <gasps> Height is a very important thing to some people, myself included. So, like, if you've lied about your height in a dating app, What's your, no. no but can I ask what, you a so question, saying... though, Ariel? If I said to yes. you, right, say me and you were talking about dating <laughs> app and I said to you, I was 5'10", would you notice when you see me? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. And if Kem, sorry, when Kem, is obviously the most beautiful date that you could have possibly wished for, that's all right, mate, would you send him home <laughs> Just because of the because, uh, because of the height? I'm talking about height. Well, I so I mean we're gonna get quite deep here, but my <laughs> my opinion is if you're lying from the off, then that says a lot about you as a character. <laughs> but then also, like if you maybe laugh, then do you know what? I forget. I'll quite tell easily. you a story. When mm. I met someone once, right, I told them at the beginning that I was two years mm -hmm. older because I knew they wouldn't meet me unless I said I was that age. And then after. When right. they got to know me and they liked me, then I told them, is that bad? No. And actually, I can get on board with that because I've done the opposite of that. And mm. I lied and said that I was young. So I think sometimes <laughs> girls are a bit OTT about like how much the age bothers them. It's like, oh, my God, if he's not over 25, then I just don't even come near me. And it's like, is it that important? So long as you didn't also go into that date saying that you were six yeah, foot if four. Yeah, if think, it's the five, ten right. and the couple of years on top, you're pushing it a bit now, mate, isn't it? Ken... Your parents' bedroom, we need to talk about. You called it a standard old people. Yeah, well, do you know what it is, guys? It's the first time I've ever done a house tour, I'll be honest with you. And I didn't know what <laughs> things to look out for. And I thought when I went in there, I would see more things that stood out for me. And I walked in there and I was like, what? It's just a room. It's like really basic. It's just like cream. <laughs> There's a bed there. They've got like the oldest TV ever. Like it's literally like a year mm. older than when they used to have the box ones. 
And I was just like, walking <laughs> up front in these rooms. I just said he's a standard old person's room. They're going to hate Love you. Love that. I was going to say, George is about to move into his own place. And as someone who has the interior design knowledge now and the fashion design skills, mm. uh, what's the one item that you think George needs to get to, for his new place? Yeah, I need there's, help. There's, one, I need there's help. one thing that just straight away comes to my head, George. I was about to buy it just before I decided that I weren't going to move out. There's this dog... Yeah, it's like a speaker dog. <laughs> Have you ever seen it in Selfridges? The gold one. What? No. So it's like, it's what like the size it? of a real dog. <laughs> what? It's like, imagine the size, like Rocky, like it's big. Rocky size. It sounds like an yeah, eyesore. it's like a massive dog and it's a speaker and it comes in gold, <laughs> chrome, rock. It is un... But you put it in like the corner of the house and it just plays, it's like a music system and it plays, but it's a dog. It is unreal. It's about two grand. It's going to set you back. I was going to say it, it didn't sound like a cheap addition to my uh, into my no, small it's, London it's flat. A good, I reckon it's a good grand. So, so you, like you have to think about. It sounds it. like a good addition to sort of a yeah, man I, cave I, I, or something like that. Like I can that. see it alongside a pool table. I mean, what size are we talking here? It's like the size of a staff dog. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to search it. I know. I'm sorry for everyone listening to this podcast because I know you can't see it. But I am going to show the guys on on my Zoom just so they can see it because it is banging. Look at that. Look at that though. It, um, it's got shades on as well. I think it's, the sunglasses like, and it's wireless. 100 watts <laughs> times two. He's getting into the text backs now. Unbelievable. So, sold, sold. No one else is going to recommend you that item, George. So, you know, it's unique. It is unique. And every When's time I look birthday? at it, I just think of... Uh... <laughs> Tomorrow, I'll talk to yeah, the guys yeah, at tomorrow. Primark. Maybe we'll do a little whip round. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that rounds up going round to yours, Kim. Thank you so much for having Thank us over. Thank you for it's having me, guys. It's pleasure. nice to talk to people, actually. Has this been the highlight of your lockdown? Maybe not the whole lockdown. <laughs> I'd say it's been the highlight of my week. No, do you just know what's yes. been great? Just say yes. I, I normally, well, mum, mum is just doing two minutes at the end of the podcast. Please, sorry, you really wrong timing. Um, <laughs> Did you hear the oven open? Yeah, we heard it all. Guys, what do you expect when we're at home? Do you know what I mean? No, do you know what? Just before we go, obviously I'm used to spending like two months every day with Ariel twice a year. So that's four months of every day. It's a long time. So I've not seen her for ages. So it's nice to to see her. And of course you, George. So um, hopefully soon we'll be back to normal times and I'll get to see her again every day. Aw, Kim, you'll be sweetheart. You'll be regret seeing that. (laughs) Even into our podcast. We're like, thanks, Kim. It's all good. Cheers, Kim. Thank you for listening. Please do join us again next time when we'll be joined by Munro Bergdorf on All Round Mind with Primark.